Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grow As You Go podcast. This is your host, Michaela Deal, and I have freaking missed you guys. It's been two weeks off for me, which I never do. I never wanted to do that, but between like traveling and everything recently, I felt like it kind of had to be done. You know what I mean? In general, I think it's so important that we take breaks for ourselves always if we're not taking that time to reset and chill out when you know that you need it and when you can tell that your body needs that rest. You are literally just going to be pushing yourself into a really crappy place that if you don't stop and allow yourself to take a minute, it's just going to turn into a huge, huge problem where you might just have like a breakdown or something like you need a minute between all the movement, all the traveling, being pulled in a million different directions to go and see a bunch of people when you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. Like for me, I was at home. So I had a lot of people that I was like seeing and hanging out with and catching up with, which is literally amazing, but it takes a lot out of you. And I don't know if you can relate to the fact that like, for me, I, my social battery, if I don't, allow myself to recharge. I'm not any fun to be around. I am the best person. I think I've been told I'm the best person to be around. I can be a lot of fun, but I know that I have to take a minute to recharge to make sure I'm able to show up my best. But in general, I think that whenever we travel, there's just so many things that can get us off track with our goals, get us out of our routine, obviously, like it's normal that this is going to happen. But whenever those things happen, we have to be okay with it. And you need to just do what you can when you're traveling or whatever to be regulating your mental health and your moods and everything as much as possible. I'm not sure if anyone else does struggle with this kind of thing, but I know I can talk from like my own personal experience that I know traveling can be something that is very, very stressful for me. Not when I'm doing it, but like after an amount of a certain amount of times where I'm like going and going and going and seeing a bunch of people that if I don't take a minute to breathe and reset and just take some take like a literally even an evening to just kind of chill out, it's just going to kind of be an issue for me and not an issue where like I'm going to like have a mental breakdown, but like an issue where depending on where I'm at too, who I'm with, what I'm doing. I'm in particular, I'm kind of talking about traveling back home because for me, it's not just this normal, like happy-go-lucky family situation where everyone's, you know, high-fiving each other and y'all love each other so much. Yes, that is the case. Like I do love my family, but it's just not typically what it might be for some people. And not to say that everybody's family is perfect except mine. I know that everybody's isn't. Everyone has their own issues, but that's kind of something that can be stressful for me when going home. And then on top of that, Um, you know, if there's any issues in my family, that's one thing. And then my mother does have dementia. So that's another thing in itself and like going to see her. And these aren't like things that are bad. I'm very grateful to have the relationships that I do. And I'm very grateful that my mom is able to kind of get the help that she needs at the moment. But just to share with y'all a little bit where I'm at, it's stressful (laughs) when I go home for, I think my family dynamic in, in general. And then on top of that with what I just mentioned, and then on top of that, just trying to see everybody that I never get to see now that I live in Texas in a very short amount of time, it could be really freaking hard. So that would be going to see my sister and the kids. Like I'm only home for like a week. If that, like it just sucks. Cause I think knowing that I'm only there for so long and knowing that I'm missing out on so many things in my hometown kind of stinks. And by that, I mean like in my family, like I want to be there for my niece and my nephews and everyone just watching them grow up and just be more of a part of their life as opposed to someone that they can text and FaceTime and miss out on freaking recitals. You know what I'm saying? Like that just sucks. My niece had a recital like the week after I left, she just had it a couple days ago. And before I came home, she was like, are you coming to my recital? And I was like, no, I was like, I'm not going to be there. And she's like, oh, 
<laughs> but I love every single second that I have with them. It's always so much fun. But I think part of me, it's a little bit hard. And I know a lot of people can probably relate to this, that if you don't see your family all the time and you go home, it's just kind of crappy because you're like, okay, I'm going to be upsetting somebody by not spending time with them because I'm going to be spending time with someone else, which then ultimately doesn't really give you much time to relax and have any alone time. And if you are somebody who needs a little bit of alone time to reset like me, I am an extrovert, but I also am introverted as well. So I would say I'm an introverted extrovert. I recharge mostly when I'm alone, but I have so much fun doing things with especially my loved ones and just like chatting with people. But it all kind of comes down to what you're going through in your own personal life before you do these things. What kind of headspace are you in before traveling? What are you dealing with when you're traveling? Do you have, is it a heavier thing where maybe you're going and seeing someone that might have a sickness or an illness or there is some heaviness to it, you know, and that's normal and that's life. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, traveling in general can be so stressful. And what I want this episode, I think, to focus on, I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to talk about today, but I think it's just how important it is to to do what you can whenever you're traveling just to stay afloat and to make it the best vacation trip that you possibly can in the midst of dealing with things maybe. But ultimately what I really want to touch on is how to reset after traveling, getting back in your routine, resetting, because traveling is one thing in itself, but I think a lot of people can deal with like that quote unquote post-depression travel like situation where, um, you just, you were having so much fun seeing a bunch of people and now you're back to reality and you're back to like trying to get back in your routine whenever maybe you were freaking on it before and you were doing so well and you took a trip, which is an amazing thing, but it can be very challenging to kind of stay on track and figure out like, okay, what was I doing before? Like, what were my goals? Where am I at? And it can take you a couple of days to get back in the swing of things in general. And it doesn't even have to be about traveling. So if you haven't traveled, but you can relate this to even just anywhere that you are in life currently, that's what I want. Because I think I've struggled with this for so many years. Like I've noticed that I always get so excited for a trip, but I get really stressed out a little bit because I'm like, I know that it's going to be a little hard on me mentally when I get back from it just figuring out how to get back on track. And I'm going to be honest with you. I have not fully like figured this out. Like I I'm, I'm here to share with you how it went for me getting back on track after this vacation and how hard it was for me. Cause I think that you got to take time while you're traveling to check in with yourself for so many different reasons, especially if you're maybe on a healing journey or you're kind of dealing with things in your everyday life. Because if you are not taking the time to do those things and check in with yourself, you're really just dissociating and you're pushing down a lot of emotions and a lot of stress and maybe a lot of feelings that you're having um, without even realizing it because you're go, go, go on vacation. So like I think when you get back, you kind of get hit sometimes with a lot of processing of the stuff that you weren't processing before, which I can definitely say that happened to me. Unfortunately, whenever I got back, I was kind of like, shit. And not that anything really bad happened on my trip. It was honestly a really, really great trip. I had fun. I got to see a lot of people. I was mentally in a good like headspace for it. And sometimes it can be a not so good time for me mentally, at least over the past couple years, because I have been kind of going through it a little bit in certain areas of my life that I can tell you this trip, it was, it was a good trip, but nonetheless, me knowing me and knowing the things that I'm currently working on in life, I know that when I get back from a trip, it maybe is a little bit harder to get back on track. So 
that's just what I'm sharing with you today, that it was still hard for me to get back on track, but I am self-aware about it. And so I think just knowing how to take care of yourself and to get back is so important. So that's what I'm going to touch on a little bit today. I think I have no notes, nothing like that. I'm just talking off the rip because I feel like I just have a lot to say about this because I just went through it and I'm honestly just now coming out a little bit more on top after like I got back on Wednesday which on the 17th and it's currently freaking May 22nd. It was a rough couple of days. I'm not going to lie to you. It was a rough couple of days getting back on track. Not really because of anything in particular. I think just catching up to life and kind of going through it a little bit with my own emotions. So I will share with you what I recommend in order to get back on track and how to reset after traveling. Again, like I said, I don't have notes or anything. I almost just fell backwards off of my freaking stool. I need to get a real chair, like a chair with a back, because I'm literally sitting on a stool right now, guys, which doesn't even make sense. Like, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. I should be like sitting somewhere more comfortable. But anyways, <laughs> I just had to include that because that was literally me almost eating, eating freaking shit on here. But the most important thing when getting back from traveling is to take it easy. Be kind to yourself. I truly mean that more than anything. If you're going to take one thing from this episode, please allow yourself to be kind to yourself when getting back. Don't expect yourself to just throw yourself back into your routine that you were doing beforehand. And you're not going to just, you know what I mean? Be back with all your goals and everything. If you're feeling like something that you are trying to do is really extra hard and overwhelming, and it's just not feeling good at all, whether that be a workout, whether that be trying to be social, whenever you just got back from a trip, whatever it may be, if you if you already have a feeling like, for instance, I got back and because I didn't get to work out much when I was home on vacation, which is not a big deal to me at all. Like I don't prioritize it above anything else. Like I want to see the people that I never get to see. So if it works out and I have time to work out, cool. If not, I don't work out. So I think maybe I worked out one day, to be honest. I thought it was maybe two, but I think I only worked out one day <laughs> over the past week and I went to the gym with my sister. So that was fun. It was a way for me to spend time with her too. But I didn't get to work out a ton when I was home. So I came back like ready to go to the gym and I wanted to get back in the gym. But I realized I was not doing great. Like I just needed a second. And as much as I wanted to push myself and go into the gym and get back on my routine, which I thought would have made me feel better in that moment, to be honest with you, it wasn't. I was just really anxious for some reason. Um, and I don't know why. I really couldn't even tell you. I think there's just so many things that I'm currently figuring out in my own life. But I tried to go to the gym and I did go to the gym two days right when I got back and I went and everything was good. I had good workouts, but like I just, it was like extra hard on me to work out. Like the everything seemed so much harder. Um, and obviously I was off for a week or so, but it wasn't even just the weight. I just felt like I was like, this just isn't hitting. And I think it's because I truly needed rest. I really needed some time just not to be in the gym, but also not to be with anyone. I am big on isolating myself when I need to. And for that, I mean like not in an unhealthy way, but if I come back from a trip, I know I need to spend like a day by myself because one, I love my alone time. I love being able to spend time with myself and do the things that make me feel good and just fill myself up, fill up my cup and just get back in touch with myself because I think I am somebody who really strives on my routine and the things that I do each and every day that just makes me feel good mentally. So if I'm not able to do as much or really my routine that I was used to before traveling, obviously while I was traveling, um, I think that when I get back, it's so important for me to try to do those things. And that just takes my undivided attention, honestly, to be alone, kind of understand how I'm feeling, where I'm at and 
figure out what I need in that moment to kind of help myself, whether that be rest, whether that be staying off my phone, whether that be trying to go to the gym or going to the gym and moving my body, working out, or if maybe that stuff's all feeling a little bit too hard, allowing myself to take that time off. So like I said, I went to the gym those two days and then I realized on Friday, I was like, I need a minute just to not. So I didn't, I don't force myself to go to the gym. I do what feels good for my body, but I'm still in the midst, I would say, of figuring out when I am making excuses to avoid something that I know will make me feel better or when I try to do something that normally makes me feel better and it's just not. And that is normally when I'm like, okay, you really do need a second right now because normally going to the gym would make me feel really good. And I did feel good after the fact, but it wasn't, I I just knew like emotionally I needed a second and I needed to give myself that without giving myself pressure to do all these other things and to get these things done. And I knew I was like, as much as I really do want to get back in the gym, it's like, for what though? Like you already took off and like, it's not a big deal. Like I was already off so many days, but I think I just know how good moving my body makes me feel normally. So when I was doing that and it wasn't hitting, it was almost even more like upsetting because I was like, oh my God, like what's going on right now? I was like, how can I feel better? But at the end of the day, it's not that deep. Okay. It's not that deep. If you're trying to do things that normally make you feel really good and they're just not hitting, that is your body's way of telling you to rest. Sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself is nothing to allow yourself to freaking rest. I needed to allow myself to chill so hard the past couple days when I got home, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, even when I went to the gym those days, I wasn't holding myself to a super high standard of like getting a lot of stuff done for work. I kind of realized I was like, do what feels good. And like, like, for instance, I was still answering my emails. I was still making like, I would say like soft, what's it called? Soft actions. I was taking a lot of soft actions. And just to give you an idea on what I mean by that, there's like hard actions that you can take and there's soft actions. So hard actions are normally taking more of your energy and they're harder for you to do. So for instance, that could be going to the gym, going to an appointment, making phone calls, Um, obviously if you have appointments, go to your appointments. That's not what I'm saying here, but like things that take more effort, you're actually going places, you're doing things, you're checking things off your to-do list more so, or soft actions are more like checking your emails, doing your dishes. Like they're things that are kind of mindless, more so mindless, the soft actions, they're not going to be the things that get you exactly where you want to go, but they're definitely stepping stones and the things that really help you along the way. So I was still doing things with work and doing as much as I really needed to do. I was also still filming like videos and stuff that I needed to do, but I wasn't holding myself to a standard of you must get everything done on your to-do list. You have to do all this stuff on your to-do list today, Michaela. No, like be kind to yourself. That's that's at the end of the day, that's all I'm kind of trying to tell you. Be kind to yourself when you get back from traveling. Don't feel like you need to go to your to-do list right away. Don't feel like you need to see 17 people that you didn't get to see since you've been gone for a week. If you're not feeling up to plans, you're allowed to be selfish and you're allowed to do what's best for you and you're allowed to cancel those plans. That does bring me to my next little... Um, I don't know, passing of the baton into the next thing, which would be allowing yourself to say no to maybe things you were invited to or obligations that you thought maybe you would be up for, but you're just really not up to it. Because I think that it's also just way more beneficial, not only for you, but your friends as well. If you're not in a place to do something, why force yourself to do it? It's not going to be this great thing for you more than likely if you know that you're not feeling good and you force yourself to go and do something. That honestly, a lot of times, sometimes it can help me, but sometimes it can be the detriment to me. Like it's been 
really not a great thing for me in certain situations when I've forced myself to go and do something, even though I knew maybe mentally I needed a minute because I'm not able to show up as my best self. I'm not able to show up as my happiest self and my outgoing self. If I'm not in a good place, it's more beneficial for me to allow myself to be alone is my point. You're allowed to say no to things. I had two different invitations. I actually had three different invitations of things to do. One was a party for my friends, which I really wanted to go to. Um, Another one was um, just a group getting together with my friends. And another one was going out with my friend one night. And I was just like, I'm not up for any of this. And I allowed myself to just say no. You're allowed to. Your friends aren't going to be upset with you if they are that can be a conversation or something. But at the end of the day, nobody really understands, I think, maybe how personal some of it is. Like, and when I say that, I don't mean personal against those people. I mean, it's a personal issue within yourself. If you need a minute and your friends knew, you know what I mean? And these are, these are things where I feel like you don't need to like get into the details of like exactly what you're going through to people when you cancel either. Like for me, I was just like, I really wish I would have been able to come, but I just mentally kind of need to reset after traveling and stuff. Like it's no big deal. You owe nobody an explanation is my point. So if you feel like you need to just take some alone time, you're allowed to cancel plans for a day and then come back better than ever next week and just make other plans to follow up with those friends that maybe you had to not go to that said thing on. You know yourself better than anybody else. If you don't feel like that thing that you were invited to sounds like something that you be able to do right now allow yourself to politely decline and just follow up with them in another way at the end of the day you are the most important thing in your life like you are your life so I mean that you are allowed to be selfish like you everything is at the end of the day about you as much as it is about all the people in your life if you're not in a good place you're definitely not going to be really adding much value to anybody else in your life you know what I mean so like fill your cup up first so you can fill other people's cups up that's where I'm going with this so just be kind to yourself and allow yourself to cancel plans if you need it. And don't be hard on yourself for canceling plans either, which goes hand in hand with being kind to yourself. If you need to cancel, be like, all right, I had to cancel this. But like one, I'm very proud of myself that I was able to make this decision for me. And I was able to prioritize myself and my needs because that's huge. When you're able to make a decision like that, it is a big freaking deal. And just know I'm very proud of you when you do those things, because it's really hard, especially if you're somebody who maybe is a people pleaser or you have previous pr people pleaser tendencies. I get it. I've been one for sure, like for many years. And I'm going to tell you right now that it is not a life worth living when you're people pleasing, because why are we living for other people? And why are we doing things just to make other people happy? If they're not making you happy as well, what the heck? Like, and obviously you're going to do things in your relationships. And sometimes you're going to do things that maybe you, you don't necessarily want to do as much, but you're going to do them because you want to do them for that person. That's different. But my point is don't do something whenever you know that you genuinely either can't do it, shouldn't do it, or don't want to do it. Okay. There's, you don't owe an explanation. Okay. You're allowed to take a second for yourself and anybody who is a friend of yours will totally understand that. And they, they're going to respect it and they're going to be happy. Um, and you can always find other ways, like I said, to prioritize those friendships and see them again. You know what I mean? If you had to miss out on something, no big deal. So if you do take time to take a second, take a minute for yourself and say no to something, don't rain on your parade that entire time that you're supposed to be quote unquote relaxing and taking a break and being like, oh my God, I wish I would have done that. I shouldn't have done that. They're probably mad at me. I can't believe this. Oh, dang it. Like, you know what I mean? Don't be hard on yourself like that. Allow yourself to actually enjoy it and rest. No one's mad at you. And if they are, they can talk to you about it. Okay. It's not your job to try to like understand and like play fortune teller and psychic thinking of other people. If somebody has a problem, or they're upset with you, they can come to you and you guys can have a discussion like adults, like adults.
Another thing would just be tuning into your body, which is kind of part of this, but I think like starting smaller. So if normally you would go to the gym and you'd work out and you haven't worked out in a week and the idea of it doesn't even sound like a good idea, start small. So instead of going to the gym and pushing yourself through a very hard workout, if you know that your body's really not feeling up to that, alternate it with something that actually sounds better for you right now. Something that might be a little bit easier on your body. So that could be just doing yoga at your house on a yoga mat or even just stretching or doing an ab workout and just going on a walk with your dog. Like that was honestly what I did when I got back um, after I, like, I think it was like the day I knew I needed a break. I still stuck with everything that I wanted to do, getting back in my routines in any way that I could. So for me, that was still walking my dog twice a day and allowing myself to do that because one, moving my body, especially low intensity and just walking outside in the sunlight, that makes me feel really good in general. And it's good for my mental health. So when it comes to, if I don't know where to go in my life and I'm just kind of like, oh my God, what do I do right now? It would be going on a walk. That is like my cheat code for everything. That is what makes me feel best. So walking Marshall was the way that I got back into things for sure. And then also kind of grounding myself with any routines that I have that are just very low energy as well. So for me, that was getting up at an earlier time, not allowing myself to sleep in forever. Like I allowed myself to sleep in and I honestly was going to bed pretty early and everything the first couple days I was home. Trying to get back on my sleep schedule is the biggest thing. So just kind of going to bed early-ish, getting up early-ish, so like seven or eight. That was what I was aiming for and I still allowed myself to get up at that time so that I could just have a day still and just do little things that I felt up to. So like making sure I'm cleaning my house, vacuuming, washing the dishes, listening to some podcast, organizing. Like so maybe instead of doing some big tasks that I had to do, like for instance, honestly recording a podcast was something I knew I was not in the headspace to be recording a podcast a couple of days ago. I was like, Michaela, you need to chill out. No one's going to want to hear a word from you right now. Honestly, I wouldn't be able to just talk off the rip as I'm doing at the moment. The other day, I was honestly just pretty emotional and I was all over the place. So I knew I needed a minute. So I allowed myself to take it. So instead of doing the podcast, I allowed myself to be like, you know what? We'll do that when we feel up to it. There's literally no pressure. There's no pressure. So instead... I organized my bathroom cabinets that I've been putting off for a long time, which is huge. That's something like whenever you clean your space, like that's another place that I always start in general when I don't know where to go. So I highly recommend this when you get back from traveling, just organize your space. Like when you clean your space, it clears your mind. Your mind is able to think so much more clearly, honestly, because you're looking around and you don't see all that clutter. It just makes you feel good inside because you're seeing outside looks good honestly. So I did that. I was kind of just cleaning, tidying, doing my dishes, all that stuff. And also organizing, doing the things, like I said, that just felt better. It was mindless. I was able to still just kind of do things that were like a weight off my shoulders while also not pressuring myself to do things that forced me to show up creatively, which would be this coming up with a topic, planning it. Normally I would plan an episode, Today, I didn't fully plan it because I wasn't sure what I was going to do today, to be honest with you. I wasn't holding myself to a high standard of getting this done, but I knew I probably needed to do it. So I allowed myself to kind of take a couple notes whenever I had creative ideas. And I knew this was one that I think a lot of people could relate to and could benefit from hearing me talk about today. So I just literally had the title and everything else that I'm telling you is just literally off the rip. Just what I'm kind of chatting with you about right now. First thing that comes to my mind. I think whenever we hold ourselves to high expectations on getting back from a trip, like, oh, I have to do this. Do you have to do it? Or are you just telling yourself that you have to do it? 
I know, like I always stay on, on track with my podcast. I have never missed a week, to be honest with you, maybe one other time when I was also traveling. But if anything, now this has just taught me that when I get back from traveling, I know I'm going to need a second. When I'm traveling, I'm not going to hold myself to expectations of also recording a podcast while I'm traveling either. Because to be honest with you guys, I really thought that was going to happen a couple times and it just simply didn't. So I'm going to chat with you about that in just a moment here too. But everything's a lesson. So from this entire situation, every single thing each and every day is teaching you something about yourself. So whenever you get back from traveling, reflect what worked for me on that trip and what didn't work for me on that trip. You know what I mean? What did I do on that trip that didn't really go so great? What could I have improved on? Or what do I need to do better next time? So for me, I now know I need to plan my podcast accordingly ahead of time if I have travel coming up because it's just not realistic to expect me to be ready to go and stay on track with my posting schedule for this, which is every single Monday. And I it stresses me out to get off schedule with it because I know that a lot of people rely on me to come out with episodes and like people look forward to this. And me being somebody who literally constantly looked forward to other people coming out with their podcast on Monday mornings, especially when I was in a not so great place, you want those episodes to come out because you looked forward to it so much that it is like really that thing that's helping you that day. So I know how much um, people could look forward to this and just kind of listening to this episode with me. So if I upset anyone by missing out the past couple weeks on episodes, I really apologize because I wanted to show up for y'all, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. So we learned I will now be trying to stay on track with my posting schedule, even in the midst of traveling. So I will be trying to record ahead of time so that I can make sure I'm still kind of coming in clutch for you guys on the days that I'm away. I can just schedule those episodes and you will still get your episodes. But I didn't really even fully understand how important it was for me to do that until this trip because I didn't know my limits. I didn't know what to expect of myself even. Like I told you guys the last episode, I was like, oh, I'm gonna like record with my sister and I'm gonna record with Abby and Alex and let me just tell you why that didn't happen. So I barely get to see my sister, honestly. I only go home maybe twice a year and I wanna have her on the podcast really freaking bad, but she's a mother of three and she has a freaking almost 11 year old and like a freaking eight year old and almost and a five year old, almost a five year old, I think. Yeah, I think he's four. So she has her hands full pretty much, but I don't get to see her a ton. So when I went home this time, we discussed before I came home that like we would record something, but like the time with her is so precious that I didn't want to make it a work thing. I wanted to just, and even though we would have had fun with it, I wanted to just be able to enjoy time with her, hang out with her being sisters. Cause like we don't get to do that. So like for me, I learned to not try to pressure myself to record a podcast in those situations. There's a time and a place I think to record episodes with guests. And I think that it can't, or it shouldn't be just willy-nilly I need to actually have a time set aside for it before I start telling you guys I'm gonna do it but also it's kind of hard to know anything ahead of time because it's like how am I gonna be feeling in the future I couldn't tell you so my sister and I we really didn't have much time alone and we did for like a day or so and what we were doing instead was going to the gym out to eat drinking some margaritas not really in a place to be recording an episode okay and it would probably be a funny one but either way I was like I don't want to have to sit down right now. So I think next time I go home, I'll definitely make sure that I have time set aside to get her on because I totally want to. And I would love to do it over Zoom with her, but I just don't know if she'll have time for that. But I could maybe try to figure that out with her, but it's just hard sometimes because of like her having like the kids and stuff, but I'm sure I could figure something out like that. And then with Abby and Alex, I told you guys I was gonna record with them 
And that was on the last, like I wasn't alone with them on the trip until my last two days on this trip. So it was at the end of my vacation after I saw my family, which honestly can be stressful, like I told you, after I was like partying and like with all my friends, seeing so many people. Again, social battery on negative freaking six. So I was hanging with them, which was so much fun and I had a blast with them, but I just wasn't in a place to be forming thoughts. I was just kind of stressed. Um, I think in general, like even subconsciously, like I was kind of just a little stressed out about my life. So whenever we were on the way to North Carolina, Abby was like, are you thinking you want to do a podcast? And I said, are you guys thinking that you want to do a podcast? Because it was also the end of their trip. And I wasn't sure if they would be feeling up to it. And I was like, there's no pressure from me to record. And, and that's just always going to be how it is with me. I'm never going to pressure anyone to do anything because I understand that, you know, if you need a second or whatever. So we decided the first night that we got in, I was like, I don't think after being in a car all day, we're going to want to record tonight. So well, let's just go with the flow and see how we're feeling. And I think we, I don't even remember what we did the night that we got in. We ordered a bunch of takeout. We were chilling, watching Vanderpump Rolls and just sipping a little bit. I just wasn't in a place to record, to be honest. I was pooped. I think Abby also was pooped. And then the next day rolled around and me and Abby were at breweries, just like chilling the next day for like all day long. And we were pretty tired. And I, I said to her, I was like, <laughs> we both were like trying to keep it. Like I wanted to possibly record, but like she was also asking me, but I was like, I don't know. And it was just not really a realistic thing to think that we were going to record on our last day together because also me and Abby don't get a ton of quality time to just her and I. So I think whenever she's here in June, we are going to take time to record. She's going to be at my house. So I think it'll be very, very easy to do so because one, I won't be traveling. I'll be here and we could do it like the first couple nights that she's here. So I'm not going to promise, but I'm going to tell you, we're probably going to do it whenever she's here next time, which is like in a couple weeks. But so I didn't want to fully overwhelm you guys with like a bunch of information from this. So I'm pretty much done. I wanted to keep this one a little short if I could, because I feel like you guys might like shorter episodes. And if that's the case, please tell me, because then I'll try to keep them shorter if that's what you prefer. But I know a lot of people like the longer ones, like 45 minutes to 50 minutes. My last tip, though, that I want to give you is that the best way to set yourself up for a vacation, a trip, all the above, is to make sure that you can kind of keep yourself on track with some of your habits and routines to the most of your abilities. Maybe you don't have any habits and routines. Okay. And in that case, I would say maybe try to form some because it could be an easy way to kind of eliminate any stress, any anxiety, anything like that in your everyday life. But if you do have some, like for instance, me, I know every single morning I like the things that keep me mentally in a great place or as good as a place that we can be in is journaling reading my devotion, reading my little positivity quote of the day, but journaling is huge. And just taking my like five minute journal with me and just allowing myself to take time to still reflect on me. I think it's very important to do so. So that was something that was huge. So what I did to set myself up for success with that was I took pictures of all my books because I couldn't take them in my backpack. I already had so much stuff that I decided I wasn't going to take them because I've done that in the past and I haven't opened them and then like stuff spilled in my bag and I've ruined them. You know what I mean? So I just started taking photos of them. So, um, that was a way to set myself up for success with just staying on track, doing something to just kind of keep me in a little bit of routine on vacation. And also my greens. I take my memory greens. I'm obsessed with them. I genuinely love them. I take them every day. You get a full serving of leafy greens in there. And then you also get a bunch of just energy and like, it's really good for your brain. There's a lot of good stuff in it. So 
that's another thing that I take with me because I, I literally take it every time I travel. Ask Abby, ask any of my friends. Like I prioritize that. I also take my brain supplements that I take every day, which are my vitamins and stuff. I take all that with me. So the stuff I'm used to in my morning routine, I try to take as much of it as I can. I can't take my CMOS, which isn't a big deal. You know what I mean? But like there's certain things that I'll do every morning that if I can kind of stay on track even a little bit, which for me, it was taking my greens, taking my supplements and trying to journal and all that stuff as much as I could. However, I'm going to be honest, I didn't have a lot of time to journal and I was so freaking busy seeing a million different people and prioritizing time instead of like resetting with myself, which is normal on a trip that I didn't like journal every single day, but I did do it when I noticed that I needed to, which was helpful. So there was a couple of times on the trip where I was kind of like stressed out and like only a few, but I took that time to journal and reset with myself and it was super, super helpful. So I highly recommend if you're going on a trip or whatever, try to just do that. Like take something from your everyday routine, something that makes you feel good. Even if it's your daily walks, try to have a daily walk that you still can do in the morning, maybe before anyone wakes up and you can get up a little bit earlier. But like if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. So don't hold yourself to unrealistic expectations, but try to do these little things or just do like one thing even that you normally do that helps you feel good mentally whether it's meditating, who knows, whatever it is, and try to stay on track with that because I promise you, you will notice it's really helping you while you're traveling. Just stay in touch with yourself and in a good headspace. I had so much fun on my trip though. I will give you a short life update, but that's all for the episode in terms of traveling and stuff and like the resetting. But I wanted to give you a little bit of something. So if you like this, let me know and I can even elaborate on this episode. But basically my trip was great. I had a lot of fun. I was able to see a lot of my friends. I got to spend some time with my dad. Um, and then also I went to see my mom. She's in a new home. Like I told you, she does have dementia. So I went to see her with my sister, which it's like an hour and a half away from where I live and like not having a car when I come home also sucks that I only got to see her once, but like, what can you do? Not much. I'm happy I got to see her at all. And then on top of that, then I'm with my dad, like I already mentioned, but then like there's other family members that wanted to see me that I'm not close with that. Like I wasn't honestly prioritizing because it's like, I'm not super close with you guys and no one's really reaching out to me and making it a priority. So I'm going to prioritize like the people that are really, really, really close with me, which are the people I just mentioned, my sister and like all that spending time with my nieces and nephews. So much fun. And then what else we went after that? I like, I was kind of just chilling with family the first couple days. And then for my birthday, which was that Friday, we ended up going to Voodoo Brewing in State College, which is a place you can get like amazing lobster rolls. Okay. It was so freaking good. And I was wearing my little birthday hat around and I got a couple free drinks that day. Okay. I got a couple free drinks just from the bartender. So like this one's on me. I'm like, I freaking love you. Okay. I love you so much. I'm going to start just wearing that out. Every freaking time I go out, I'm wearing a hat. Okay. Because I'm telling you, it's going it, to, it'll get you those drinks. But I was very, very appreciative of that. And I also thought it was weird. I, at the Voodoo Brewing, I ran into this man who was like an older guy and he was super sweet. And he like was like, happy birthday. I was like, thank you so much. And he was like, you're a Taurus. And I was like, I am a Taurus. And he, he was like, so am I. And he's like, my birthday's May 19th. And I was like, no way. He's like, yeah, it's actually really weird. He said, but all of my friends, I have five friends. We all have the same birthday. <laughs> what? Have you ever met somebody who has five of their friends that has this, like, this exact same birthday as them? That's bizarre but he was super nice and so we were just kind of chit-chatting and he has been to Austin he loves Austin but I thought it was so funny I'm like five of your friends he's like yeah we go out together every year and everyone is like shook about it I'm like it's crazy I was like that is so wild but so we were just at Voodoo Brewing I had some good sour beers and we were playing card games um like shithead and I don't even know what else we were playing we were playing King's Cup I think and then like a bunch of people showed up so we were with a lot of people and then we went to Axman which is a brewing 
place in State College, and it was really good. Um, they have a really good, like, Pappy's root beer float there, which honestly is like a dessert drink. I was drinking a bunch of random stuff. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I was not drinking responsibly in a way where it wouldn't make me sick, but somehow I did not feel sick. And I'm going to say it's probably because of the water boy I take, which is like liquid IV alternative. It's more for actual hangovers where liquid IV is sports recovery. So I love water boy. Anytime I'm drinking, I always have a water boy before I go out. And then I will have one before I go to bed or the next morning. And I'm telling you right now, it is chef's kiss and nothing will make you feel better than that. They have stuff in it for um, Sunday scaries. It's like L-thionine. And then they also have um, stuff in it for upset stomach. They have ginger root in there, I believe. It's just the best. And I love them. So I think I honestly have a code. So if I have a code, I'll link that in the show notes below because you 100% need to try it. If you ever hear me talking about anything and I'm giving you guys codes, it's because I'm actually genuinely obsessed with it. Even my greens, I'll have my green stuff linked below. Um, anything at all that I take, like I'm obsessed with these things. So just know that. But then we had Grayson's birthday, which is Abby and Alex's two-year-old. So he turned two the day after my birthday. So we're freaking B-Day BFFs. So we went to his birthday party and that night I knew I was like, I'm going to be, or I was like, Abby and Alex are going to, cause they were drunker than I was, to be honest with you. I was trying to hold it together. Cause I knew I was going to be seeing Abby's family after, and I never get to see them. So I was like, Michaela, you need to be somewhat put together right now so you can have conversations with them. Like I wanted that. I really did. So I tried to hold it together. I was definitely drunk, but I wasn't as bad. So, but because they had his birthday the next day, I was like feeding them water boy. I'm like, all right, here you go, guys. I like made them each their water boy and they woke up feeling great. Okay. So I'm telling you right now, water boy is it. It hundred percent is it. And then me and Abby both like freaking Irish goodbye to my own birthday party. We were like, we're going to bed. And I left because I was so sleepy it, from drinking all day long from like noon to nine. God bless America. But it was so much fun. And I loved spending time with all my friends. Had a blast at Grayson's birthday party. We had the best spread ever. Abby's family makes such good food. Like, I'm not even kidding you. It was like the best freaking best thing ever. We had veggie pizza. We had hot dogs. We had like roast beef sandwiches. We had Middlesworth chips. If you're from Pennsylvania, you know, you can only get those chips there and they're so good. Um, but everything, um, we had freaking Del Grosso's amusement park potato salad, like by the freaking barrel. It was so delicious. I was so happy, but I went to all my favorite places when I was home, which would be Jethro's in Altoona, Pennsylvania. I love their Buffalo chicken salads. El Campesino. We got a cheese quesadilla, like a five-year-old, but they're so good. And then we got their mango frozen margarita. Okay. Literally delicious. So freaking good. Big Shot Bob's, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm obsessed with their pookie boneless wings and their bacon ranch cheese fries. Literally, if you don't try those and you're in the area, you are simply missing out, okay? It's a, it's something that I constantly crave from Texas. So that Max Meat Market in Tyron, Pennsylvania, if you don't get a turkey hoagie, Okay, a hot turkey hoagie, by the way. You gotta get it hot. And it doesn't mean heat, it means like spicy. It's so good, okay, and their pizza there. I could go on forever, but I'm just letting you know that when I go home, I prioritize food. My sister knows it, my friends know it. I am always making sure that I'm going to the places that I never get to eat at to get the food that I never get to eat anymore because that is so important to me. But local food in Pennsylvania is literally the shit. Okay, so if you're there, you need to go and try some of those places out because I genuinely miss them from Texas. And then pretty much I went to North Carolina after Pennsylvania. So after Grayson's birthday, me, her, or me and her, me, Abby, her husband and her baby and her dog all packed up and we went to North Carolina where we just chilled, like I told you, for a couple days and then I came home. So, and that's kind of where we're at now. So I've been home for not quite a week yet, but almost. So I'm just letting you know that if you are traveling ever or you have a trip coming up, 
allow yourself to have a couple days maybe after the trip. And if you don't need those days, I think that that's so awesome. But for me personally, this trip, I needed those days. So if you need a minute when you get back from a trip, just know that that's totally acceptable and totally fine and it's valid and that's okay. Because after you give yourself that time to rest and recharge, I promise you that you come back better than ever, more in touch with your goals, more in touch with the things that you're trying to do with your life. And you're able to be much more excited and in a much better place to do the things that you really, really wanna do, even if you're not in a place to do them right when you get back, I promise you. Also, mental health tip of the week. If you need a mental health day, take it. Give yourself one mental health day or even a self-care night, something of the sort. Get your favorite takeout, allow yourself to get a bath, light a candle, read a book, watch a movie, put your phone on do not disturb, have some you time, do something that feels good to you, but allow yourself to rest. Okay. You deserve it. And it's going to make you feel so freaking good. And you're going to have a great week. I hope that this helps somebody today, but just know that I love you so freaking much. And I'm so grateful for you listening to the podcast. Anyone that tunes in every single week, just know that you have my entire heart and soul with you at all times. And I'm so appreciative. And if there's anything that you guys ever want me to talk about, please message me and let me know. I love you so much. I hope you have a great start to your freaking week and I will see you next Monday.